back to my church and let our folks see you and uh, pick these, these kids and let them sing. Uh, my people would have been in front of the aisles on that song right there. They would have cut loose on that one. Uh, just um, excellent. So thank you guys for singing this morning. Um, I am the um, I am the pastor of the Church of the Open Door. Right now, uh, I inherited uh, the, the church from Dr. Shelton Smith. Uh, Shelton Smith pastored the church before me. He was there 17 years, and I have now been there 180 years. I see why. Yeah. 
our church. If you tell somebody how to get to heaven, God will tell somebody how to get to your church. Alright, and you think about that. We ride buses and pick it up little boys and girls and bring them to church. We run vans and pick up elderly folks in nursing homes and retirement centers. And it costs us around $160,000 a year to run those vehicles and to license them and insure them. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money.
23. Verse 23 of Matthew 21. You follow along. Let's all stand together with these in honor of God's word. And in verse 23, here's what we read. And when he was come into the temple, the chief priests and elders of the people came unto him as he was teaching and said, By what authority doest thou these things? And who gave thee this authority? Now watch his answer, verse 24. And Jesus answered and said unto them, I will also ask you one thing. Don't you hate it when you ask somebody a question and they answer your question with a question? <laughs> huh? Well, that's what happened here. They asked Jesus a question and he said, all right, Pay close attention here. He said, I'm going to ask you a question, and if you tell me the answer to my question, I, in my class, will tell you by what authority I do these things. So in other words, if you answer my question, I'll answer yours. All right? Everybody see that? Let you hit
is a great contrast in the Bible between light and darkness. Great contrast. It goes all the way through the Bible, starting in the very beginning of the Bible. A great contrast. The amazing thing about it is that that darkness is is God uses darkness in the Bible as a picture of that which is opposed to God. That which is negative. That which is uh, uh, sinful. That which is uh, wicked. Uh, it's all the way through the Bible. Darkness is representative of sin and unbelief and everything realm that is opposed to God. But then on the other hand, we see light. And light is represented all the way through the Bible as, uh, as uh, uh, salvation, as deliverance, as guidance, as generally just an awareness of the truth. Alright, now much of our hymns, many of our hymns much of the special music that we do in our churches have to do with this contrast between light and darkness. For instance, you remember the song, The Whole World Was Lost in the Darkness of Sin, but the light of the world is Jesus. Alright? We, we sing the sin the light, the blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore. Now we there it is. The, the, the matter of the light is a picture of, uh, of salvation, of uh, deliverance, of guidance, and just an awareness of the truth. Now, this spiritual contrast that is made is, it is uh, something that we can see 
really simple. All right, here's, here's number one if you're taking notes. And I don't know how you do it because this is not, this is not much of an outline. All right, so number one, the story. I'm just going to tell you the story. All right, just, just let me explain to you the story here. I think, I think that many times we read the Bible and we just just blow right over something. You know, we don't stop to consider what we're reading and what's going on. So let me tell you the story. Earlier in this chapter, the Lord Jesus went into the temple and he cleansed the temple. He ran out all the, the riffraff and all the money changers and, and uh, all the salesmen and everything else. All that that was going on in there, he cleaned it out. He kicked their tables over and ran them out. And uh, by the time we get now to, our, to, to this story, we see the Lord Jesus now seated in the temple. And he is teaching the people. Alright, now, as I asked you to do last night, I'm going to ask you to do it again right now. Use your mind's eye. And I want you to see the Lord Jesus sitting probably on a stool or a chair or something, and he is teaching the people. They are gathered around. I don't know how many were there. Let's say there were 120 people there. And they're all gathered around. They're glued on what the Lord Jesus has to say. And suddenly, in the back of the crowd, see this now, in the back of the crowd, here comes the priests, the elders, you know, the big shots, all right, all the cool dudes, you know, they all come in the back and they're looking at one another like, like, who does he think he is? This is our building. What's he doing coming in here, running out the money changers? Doesn't he know we get a cut on everything they sell? And so they start making their way down to where they can be seen and where they can be heard. And in my little mind, what I see is like a parting of the Red Sea. You know, they, they come up behind them, they kick somebody, kick them out of the way, and everybody just splits. And they walk right down in front of the Lord Jesus. And they're looking at him, oh my, they're giving him a look that is they ought to be falling on their faces and worshiping him. But no, no, they're out of the end. They have one thing in mind to trip him up. They're wanting to trip him up by asking him these goofy questions. And so here, here they come, and I can see them now. They look down uh, at the crowd. Watch, we're going to get him to watch this. Yeah, we're going to show him. And so I don't know, maybe the, the head rabbi, I don't know which one, but you, you pick 
Now that's the story. 
The reason that he did not answer their question is simple. You see, he took them back to the last light that they were given from God. John the Baptist. He took them back to the last light that God shined upon their path. You say, well, Pastor, why did he do that? He did that because if you tell me what you have done with the last light God gave you, that will determine whether you are prepared to get new light from God. You understand that? In other words, folks, listen, you don't walk in the light that you've been given, there's not going to be any more light given you until you're obedient to the light you've received. That's right. You know, this is what's wrong with Bible fundamentalism all across the world. You know, we've got professional, haven't we? You know, we're professionals. We're professional Christians. We know when to nod our heads. We know when to say, Amen. You know, we've got it all down. We've learned, haven't we? You remember when you first got saved? You were so excited. You were ready to attack hell with a spark gun. You were fired up, weren't you? Question. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. Somewhere along the way, God gave you some light. You rejected it. Now listen, folks. Write this down. This is vital. Light accepted increases light. Light rejected increases Darkness. All right, you understand that? That's pretty simple, isn't it? Pretty simple. Let me let me show you this from the Bible. Okay, I, I don't want y'all to think I'm just making all this up. Let me show it to you from the Bible. All right. By the way, this is we just started point two, and here's point two: the application of the sword. Alright? So I gave you a story. Here's the application. You can find comfort in the fact that it only had two points. Alright? It's going to take me an hour to reach this second point, but I only had two points. Yeah. 
his hometown. God speaks to him. In other words, Abraham gets light from God. He gets light from God. God calls Abraham. He gets light. He said, get up and get out. And I, if you do that, I will make of you a great nation. All right? Now, move on. He said, and I will uh, make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing, and I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curses thee. And by the way, that does not have an expiration date on it. That is still intact yep. today. Yep. I think one of the reasons that God has kept America from going under completely is the fact that we send as a country billions of dollars to Israel to sponsor and support and help those people defend themselves. We understand in America, at least we have. Give you another 
So what? 
It's that simple, folks. And this is what happens when our churches get stale, when our churches get dry. You know, the preacher ran into one of his church members in the market, and he said, uh, hey, man, I didn't miss you at church. And the guy, oh, yeah, well, you know, the kids have been sick, and, you know, we had to go see my, my mother-in-law, and she got sick, and so we had to go take care of her. So, you know, and then this rain, it just rains and rains and rains, and it's, you know, it's just one thing after another. Preacher said, well, you know, it's good and dry down in the church. Wait till I get there. And then I said, yeah, that's another reason why I haven't been above. You see, if you don't walk in the light, you're going to dry up. You're going to dry up. And the next thing you know, you don't get light. And that's when you sit over here and you say, get up. You're not very good. Okay, well, you're going to be in this illustration. <laughs> so, so. He goes, he goes after church and gets in the car and says to his wife, you know, I'm not going to stop getting in and out of church anymore. You know? I mean, I remember when I used to go to church and, man, I mean, God, it's all over me. I'm just not getting anything. You know, it must be that preacher's fault. You know? It's that preacher's fault. We start blaming the preacher for our problems. She said, well, what's our problem when I walk in life? I mean, that preacher, if he's calling God and worth his salt, he's going to have something for you on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. But you've got to walk in the light. It's just going to fall in dead ears. Yeah. I've met so many people.